Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. It is September 15th, 2021. This is your post-AEW Dynamite review for Fightful.com. Please leave a thumbs up. Please leave uh, a nice super chat if you want your question or statement read on the air. And subscribe to the channel. We've got a bunch of interviews up this week. Nitro Girl Shay. I botched it, released it early. It's up now. I also got Frankie Monet who was pulled from NXT 2.0 last night. We broke that news on FightfulSelect.com. I'll tell you more about that later. But we've got Alex Pawlowski, who reviewed NXT 2.0. Uh, Alex, how you doing? Uh, I, I'm, I'm good. Uh, NXT 2.0. Uh, now it's Sour Graps 2.0. Everything is 2.0. Kate, Kate Hensler 2.0. I am Alex Pawlowski 2.0. From now on, everything on the Tuesday night review is always 2.0, baby, because we are cutting edge. We've got Robert DeFelice. Robert, how you doing? Doing pretty good, Sean. I am a little salty that I no longer live in Queens, New York. Oh, though. I'm not going to lie. I'm going there next week. I don't know what exactly we're going to see, but we'll see. Please leave a thumbs up on this video. Uh, again, subscribe and donate a super chat to get your question or statement right on the air. The most direct way to support Fightful is subscribing to FightfulSelect.com. We're breaking news there every single day. You know, this week we just casually broke that Pete Dunne re-signed with WWE, casually broke that Johnny Gargano, his deal's coming up soon, stuff like that. In addition, there are seven weekly shows, figure hall, Q&A shows, backstage report shows, uh, full of exclusive news. Alex has a couple of reviews over there. Lots of fun stuff. But I thought Dynamite tonight was pretty fun. It always feels like a lot of stuff happens on Dynamite, even if like a lot of stuff doesn't happen, because we know that almost every match matters in the long run. Now, the irony is, the most exciting thing kind of laughed in the face of that, in that a guy just showing up got this title match. If there was ever an exception, probably, probably it, but... Let's take a look. Uh, we've got Super Chats already. Joey Bag of Donuts says, great show, but nothing compared to next week. And Jack Murphy says, that show is incredible, and next week is better. So jealous of you, Sean. I'd be there if I didn't have football practice. 
So when I applied for credentials, now a little backstage for you guys, when you apply for an AEW credential, you usually get one ticket. It's not like, oh, hey, do it and bring your family and all that stuff. That's why last week I bought my, bought my own tickets. So I applied for credentials, Robert, thinking Daniel Bryan might take you there. Yeah, um, you're getting a lot more than that, Sean. <laughs> getting a so, lot more than that. So I don't know what to expect, but Robert, I mean, it, you lived around Queens. Did you ever attend an event at Arthur Ashe? Anything? I know wrestling. No, because there, but... they, they weren't running events at Arthur Ashe. I've been to the Elks Lodge where they used to run a lot of indie shows. I've been to an indie show at a casino. Never anything this big. Never anything with this many names. But this should be a damn good show next week. And I am really, really jealous that I'm not there. I'm very excited to just see the venue. To just see a lot of that stuff and how it, it's going to work out because I like Alex that they are providing different environments. Like they'll go backstage and it looks completely different week to week. Yes. And that's what I like. That's what I want. I want to feel like they are in a different place every week. Like last week, you knew they were in Cincinnati, Ohio, whether they went backstage or not, they made it abundantly clear where they were next week. They're going to make it abundantly clear that they are at Arthur Ashe. I yeah. dig that. I like it having sort of a rotating situation. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, uh, the specificity of location. If you're going to tour, tour, make it feel like the people at to the people at home, like you are in this place, uh, at least a different place than you were last night. Don't seek out the most nondescript uniform location at every one of the arenas you travel to, to shoot all your backstage stuff, make it look different every time. So AEW dynamite. I thought, I mean, it's very rarely do I watch this show and I'm like, Oh man, wasted my time. Daniel R says two hour rampage is a one-time thing, right? I think it'll become more regular now that they're filming dark at, um, at universal studios, which I think is great. Uh, was very happy to see Anthony Green and Kurt Stallion there. That made me very happy. But I think it's going to be uh, more more regular. Uh, I don't know how regular, though, but I think it'll happen more. Nerd Guru says, also, the Grand Slam card is so freaking big, but rock-hard Eric Shins, is he going to show up? So I, I made a, a tweet about a casually homophobic line in a Jericho promo tonight, and somebody said, oh, well, what's rock-hard Eric Shins? And I was like, we have dick pill sponsors. <laughs> can you not Good can Lord. You not see this coming from a mile away? <laughs> Sean Blamford says, what's rock-hard Eric Shins doing on the post show? I don't know. Setting up some good segues, I'd imagine. Come on. Ryan Sullivan says, wait, we have a member of... Okay, so... Is it Calix or Calix? Calix. Calix. Yeah, Kate okay. and Alex. To Kate, Calix. Okay. Yeah. Calix and a member of Kebab. Oh my God. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> yes. We are like a, a super team now. We'll be a trio thing before you know it. Oh man. My God. So uh, guys, again, please leave a thumbs up. I'm, I'm loving all the love that Grand Slam's getting next week. They've done a really good job hyping this. BioMonkey says, holy crap, Grand Slam, after putting on one of the best pay-per-views in 20 years, you'd think they'd ease off the throttle. Nah, let's top it. That's how you stay hot. That's how you stay hot. Yep. I got contacted by a major Canadian broadcasting network. They're like, hey, we want to know about AEW. We want you to appear on this show about it this week. And they're they're like asking me, what's the difference? This is the difference. They don't step off the throttle. 
And the last three WWE shows at least have me a little optimistic that they're trying new stuff or trying some different stuff or interesting stuff, but we'll see how it goes. Henry says, so I miss SmackDown in Newark and Newark because of family health reasons, but I'm going to Queens. If I had to miss two out of three, I guess I got the right one. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, SmackDown yeah. was a good show too. SmackDown was a very good show. Yeah, a very good show with Adam Raymond's wrestling on it. There you yeah. Go. Uh, but hope hope you're doing better, by the way. Sonny B says, AW knows how to get everything in a two-hour show. They can't do no wrong right now. Thanks, Fightful. There's some stuff I'm not over the moon about, but I don't leave the show watching dejected. John uh, says, this Dynamite episode should be rated R. Wow. Well, it'd be TVMA. Yeah, there uh, was a lot of swearing on this show. <laughs> and, and Robert, people ask me, they're like, oh, well, do they face any ramifications? No, it's cable. Yeah, <laughs> clearly not because they amp it up every week. So I don't think they're facing any issues. And uh, Danyo says, I don't tend to super chat, but man, oh man, uh, was that crowd so hot? Uh, being from the UK, I had to watch it from sketchy means. Any news on an AEW UK live deal? No, I mean, hopefully soon. Hopefully soon. I don't know why they can't go live already. I mean, I mean, if, if they're not, I, I thought they, they could on fight or something. I thought it was on fight. All? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's on fight. You can watch it live. Um, Daniel R. said, love the Wednesday night war burn from Christian. Let's talk about that because our first match was Adam Cole against Frankie Kazarian. And I had somebody today say to me, Johnny Gargano's going to stay. He's definitely going to stay. A fan, not a person in WWE. And I said, you don't ever assume the interests, motivations of one, a creator. Johnny Johnny Gargano and most pro wrestlers are creators. They're innovators. They're creative people. Not, not a whole lot of people get into pro wrestling and they're not creative. They're always doing something. He's got a kid on the way. He's in his physical prime. I'll never, never judge somebody's motivations. And Frankie Kazarian is a good example why. He got signed in twenty or 2005, spent a few months in WWE, went undefeated on TV and said, no, nah, I'm going back to PWG. See you later. Adam Cole was booked as well as you can be booked creatively in WWE. Was able to keep his twitch. Had a lot of things. He was happy. But here he is. And Robert, he had a killer match against Frankie Kazarian, who I saw someone say, if he's an elite hunter, he's Elmer Fudd. Because <laughs> <laughs> he, <never, laughs> he never kills anybody. But he can wrestle. And here yeah. we are. A damn good match. Frankie Kazarian should have been a thing 15 years ago, as you just alluded to. But Adam Cole, to me, is the best wrestler on the planet. And he showed why here. Uh, this match was brilliant. A lot of the top spots. I was also entertained by commentary where CM Punk is just giving Tony Schiavone the business for going on and on about how Adam Cole says he can't be friends with Britt Baker very fun. Adam Cole wins as he should. It felt so good to watch Adam Cole on a Wednesday again. I never want to see Adam Cole not in the main storyline on TV. He is the best in the world. Uh, yeah. Alex, what do you think of this? Yeah, this is why I thought it was such a big mistake to have Frankie not win that match against Anderson or Gallows, whichever yeah. one he was facing. Like, because then he would have said, he would have had one victory. He would have had he would have hunted successfully one member of the elite. Now he's like Ofer forever. But I, I do appreciate that he'll never ever stop. 
Like you could do whatever you want to him. As soon as he's back, be able to get back on his feet, he's coming for you again. He's just going to be that annoying gnat that is eventually going to cost somebody a very serious match because he's always there. He's just, he's not like, I, I'm going to take these guys out permanently. He's like, I'm going to be a thorn in your side for the rest of my life. And I mean, that, that has some kind of value. I just think they need to actually figure out how to qualify it in a way that, that is more accurate to what he is. I thought this match was fine. Uh, very, very, like it was everything that, that you needed to do to say, hey, this is Adam Cole. For those of you who, for some reason, are fans of AEW but weren't watching NXT three years ago, this is Adam Cole. He's yes. great. Um, and watch him be great against a perfect guy to, to have that for first match against. Oh, that was this was all the way. I didn't love the shots from Christian to Adam. Oh, to I, Ad, did. To Ad, I, I I didn't. I thought it was inartfully done. I thought there's a much easier way to do it that is more accurate with who adam cole was like if you say if you take a shot at ruby riot for being in catering for four years that's accurate saying that adam cole was rescued from developmental is not accurate he's the greatest champion that brand has ever known he's, he's rescued so from being be, a manager alex <laughs> yes yeah exactly but yes rescued from being a manager yeah but no here's why i'm okay with it because one Christian maximized his 40 seconds. Like I really maximized it. Anybody that's got a functioning brain knows that Adam Cole is not a developmental guy right. and did not need to be a developmental guy. They know it. Um, what was, what was the other line? Jesus, there was another good one. Uh, you get used to losing Wednesday oh. night wars. Yes. Yeah. That I was good. That, that was, that good. was, on, that was so, honest and true. One of the reasons why I like it, by the way, he said, uh, you're used to losing Wednesday Night Wars, so let's add Friday to that. Nice. I love that for a couple reasons. One, Tony Khan said on the record, Adam Cole struck fear into his heart every Wednesday. Like, that's yeah. the guy he feared. But also, I know Adam Cole's going to fuck him up real bad on the mic. Mm. Like, he's going to make a concussion joke. Like, And I hope he does, because Christian has maybe the best sense of humor in wrestling. He's one of the funniest guys. He's going to be okay with it because he knows that that's money. He knows that that's going to be played off of. And Adam Cole, as nice of a human being as he is, is so good at being a scumbag. So good. Nerd Guru says, I'm very happy Cole kept his finisher. I didn't catch the new name, but the last shot is one of my favorites. I wish the Panama Sunrise was like his finish finish. I like that a lot more. But, you know, when you see like six of them on a show. Yeah kind of understand why it's not mm -hmm. but also robert what'd you think of jungle boy he got a little bit of little bit of trash talking said his hair was better than that i enjoyed that my hair is much better than yours because that's good jungle boy has many great qualities his hair is probably the one people talk about the most he so that was costco shampoo that's crazy him and griff garrison use kirkland brand fightful broke that didn't they didn't we? well we broke one of them chris van vliet broke another one Broke, broke the Jungle Boy, but we broke Griff Garrison. He switched from two and one to Kirkland because I was like, hey, man, I heard that Jungle Boy uses Kirkland. And he said, me too, bro. And Brian Pillman looks at him like, I've got $100 worth of product in my mullet right now. <laughs> like he felt like he was ripped off, I think. My God. 
Zach Amon says, great show. Cheeky, sweet, sweet chin music spot by Adam Cole. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I hope Adam Cole starts using the pedigree, too. <laughs> he should adopt the regal stretch. He should yep. adopt the sweet chin music. He should tune up the band. Yep. He should adopt the, the pedigree. One of my favorite spots in wrestling, Alex, was San Antonio the week, or it was days before Chris Hero was going back to WWE mm-hmm. and everybody knew it. He hit Zack Sabre Jr. with a pedigree and the crowd yeah. had evolved yeah. booed and Zack Sabre Jr. kicked out at one. <laughs> nice. Oh, Fuego Del Sol is putting his car on the line, Alex. Oh. His Hyundai. And- He's a Hyundai. I love that. Uh, like when he said, I love this car, man. It's so sweet. And I see that it's a Hyundai and I was, that's hilarious. And then I love that Mira was like, I'm going to bash your brains in and then I'm going to bash your car. I hope he does. I hope oh. he destroys Fuego. And they have the car sitting there like, like pulled up at ringside. And then he just takes a lead pipe and destroys it. Like he's in, like he's in final fight or something like do the whole thing. Cause what the hell does Miro need a Hyundai for? And I, I really do want Miro to look at him and say, you owe me a 10-second car. Full <laughs> Vin Diesel. Fast and the Furious 1. Let's go. Bullshit asshole. Nobody likes the tuna here. Robert, I don't like like the quick rematches. I love it when they have stakes. This has the, the most stakes you could possibly have. A used Hyundai, probably with a salvage title. Yeah, this it, it's shocking that Fuego would be so ballsy. But I thought we missed a line by Miro here to say he could christen the car with his hot wife. Thought that was coming. <laughs> they didn't. Maybe we'll get it when he wins the car on Friday. Who knows? So but this should be good, though. That DDT has been proven as a weakness. So let's see what they do. Do we think after he destroys Fuego that he gets a match versus Sammy at, at Grand Slam? Like for the for the rampage because they've only announced three matches for the rampage uh grand slam and i'm wondering if maybe that's what we get for miro there is sammy coming to the defense of his buddy fuego i thought that was it was announced for well, i mean okay so you said what they've announced no no they've matches. announced they've announced fuego okay. versus miro two days uh, from now yes uh, yes so correct. after that if sammy gets in has to save fuego from a beatdown from miro Will we then make the match for ah. a week from this Friday? I hope. Sammy, Sammy versus Miro. I think that could be a lot of fun for both guys. I hope because I'm going to be there. <laughs> I really hope so. Uh, I'm going there for, for about 24 hours, and uh, I'm going to be useless Thursday. By the way, programming note, guys. Listen, your boy, next week, not on Wednesday. It will be on Friday. I felt like it was important if I'm going to go on this trip that I can expense it. So the best possible way to do that is to do our show on Friday. That way I can have an excuse to do so. Uh, Cliff Beard says, is SRS about to appear on TSN? And Ian Hunter says, what interviews your network on or your interview on? I'll watch. Uh, no, I think it'll be, I think it'll be a little bit different, but uh, I'll let you guys know whenever, whenever it gets filmed. Uh, Daniel says an additional rare super chat to wish congratulations on your new deal. SRS, you deserve it. You've been a fresh face and deserve to be the face of wrestling dirt sheets and news. I appreciate it. Uh, that's very nice of you. Also, he announced today Gisberto Guzzo is coming on full-time. He joins Robert and Jeremy as full-time news writers. Very happy about this. Uh, just adding more. So I'm glad that, that we could make that happen as well. CM Punk, by the way, came out for commentary to kick off the show. Robert is pop. 
it it keeps working and the crowd dive works too yeah and he's so happy like it's working for me as long as he stays so happy and he brings a lot to the desk too because he's just so knowledgeable and again just so excited to be there that you can hear it as he calls every match so uh alex one of the people that i talked to in aew i asked it's like hey how's how is he and they were like it's kind of hard to get a read on him but he seems happier and i was like well i think a lot of the things that he took issue with in WWE aren't an issue here how are you i mean he is very much in love fest mode right now but i do love that taz last week in that very incoherent promo where he calls out CM Punk for mentioning somebody that he didn't mention was like, this isn't you. You're a piece of shit. You're a curmudgeon. Yeah. yeah. Uh, don't give me this happy go lucky bullshit. I don't buy it. You're making I... it sound like Tony D'Angelo, Alex. <laughs> no, no. Tony D'Angelo is this. But hey, over here. Hey. Tony D'Angelo hey. over here. Hey. Very different. It's very different. You got you to gotta up the pitch. Um, but I think this is great. And I, I do love that Punk knows exactly what he's doing. Yes. The punk punk knows that he's going to lull us to sleep with being everybody's favorite uncle, and and eventually he's going to turn in the most dastardly way on a person that we love and cherish in it at a moment that will have us all losing our minds. Punk knows that 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 turn is inevitable, and he's waiting for just the right moment to do it. He may have it all planned out in his head and it may not happen for six months or a year or whatever, but it's going to happen and it's going to be fantastic Be precisely, precisely because he is playing the character like this right now. So later on, we see Hook and Will Hobbs come out. Mark my words, they're, they're swerving. It is, is going to be Will Hobbs and CM Punk. I think it's going to be Will Hobbs and CM Punk, not Ricky Starks and CM Punk. They put him through the table. Um, so Jeremy Lambert brought up a good point. He's like, why does everybody clear the monitors off? I just want one person, one person to explain on commentary. It's like some absurd fine, like $100,000 to break a monitor. Like just something so stupid that makes you go like, oh, that's why nobody does that. Also, Ahmed Johnson was not afraid of that fine. He, he said, sorry, D-Lo, $200,000. That's that's chump change. But uh, Robert, where how are you feeling about this CM Punk team has stuff? I like that they're going this direction. Hook with, choked with out CM Punk. Hook put him in point. the dragon sleeper and a good one, too. Oh, oh, that's that's very good one. Uh, Hook is going to be a star. I think Will Hobbs against CM Punk next week is going to be maybe the best match. Well, it can't be the best match at Grand Slam, but it'll be the best match on the Rampage portion of Grand Slam because... I think Punk has been great. He will work Will Hobbs and get him even better. And CM Punk knows how to work a bigger guy. He's been in there with Ryback. He's been in there with Big Show. He's been in there with Kane. Going to teach Will Hobbs a lot next Friday. Oh, man. So I had mentioned that well before. It's like, man. Uh, yeah, somebody says it was announced for Rampage. I think I mentioned that on, on Dynamite. I think I missed it tonight. Because uh, YouTube TV cut out. Big thanks, guys. Uh, but Shanika says, now playing in my head, Miro destroying that car at the dock like a Street Fighter bonus stage. <laughs> yep. He just he just met the guy who played Johnny Cage in the video game. So nice. uh, in the Mortal Kombat video games, so that'd be kind of cool. Nerdguru says, is Rampage being taped after Dynamite? Yes, it is. It is. Uh, we had 
MJF come out and he goes right at the Pillman family. And there were some people that were like, oh, you've got a problem with other stuff, but you don't have a problem with this. And I'm like, well, Melanie Pillman was on the show. Brian Pillman was on, or not Melanie Pillman, Brittany Pillman was on the show. Uh, Brian Pillman was on the show. Like, I think they know, I think they're clued into what MJF is going to say. And they probably signed off on it. By the way, read the crazy like a Fox book, please. If you want to want to really get some detail on, on how a lot of that went down. What did you think, Robert, of MJF's promo? MJF is a beautiful son of a bitch. And this was fantastic. Going right for the I'm going to talk to Brian Pillman and talk about his widow, Metheny. He did it again. And JR is selling this on commentary like he has never been more offended because he brought Brian Pillman into WCW all those years ago. How dare MJF do this? What a bastard. Uh, MJF is the best character in wrestling right now period um something as simple and wonderful and old timey and hokey as brian pillman sir i'd like to talk to you brian pillman ah who am i kidding brian down there doing the thing like he's actually in hell don't you see it's just the way he does it it's just perfect and i i this is one of those things like you think um MJF uh, is have wrestling Brian Pillman of all people in um, at this giant show is a really interesting thing because it's going to elevate Pillman when MJF uh, cheats to beat Pillman because he always does. And it's going to be a, a really interesting thing to like, this is what they're doing. I, I think that's kind of cool for, for Brian Pillman. He's going to lose the match because because it's MJF, but it's going to be, a, it's a, it's a elevated position. I think for Brian Pillman, who I feel like is a tag guy in, in AEW right now, but in the, they, they obviously see something big for him down the line by putting him in this position. I think that this match could be a lot of fun. So Brian Pillman comes out, goes after Wardlow, goes after MJF and Flim Flam Mandrew says, on a scale of best to greatest, what do you rate Pillman's shirt tonight? Well, I mean, I watched him wear that shirt for like three years straight. He's from the Cincinnati area, the Bengals reference. He's had that shirt like forever. I it's think a great it's, shirt. I think it's either top notch. One of his dads, one inspired by his dads, or something like that. But it's it's Bengals related. I found the timing of them cutting to the JR interview with him. It was very weird because he just came from backstage. Mm -hmm. Like, not to say it's wrong, it's just different, Alex. Yeah, it's we, we we hey we just saw Brian Pillman come out and uh, and like slap the taste out of Wardlow. This is yeah. the thing about Wardlow that I that I do love that they're doing. He seems every week more put upon by having to clean up MJF's messes for him, and he's like like listen, dude, what don't make me don't make me hurt you. And then Pillman slaps him, and he's like, okay, now I'm gonna tear your head off. And I love that about about the Wardlow uh, and MJF dynamic is that everyone knows they have to go through Wardlow to get to MJF and Wardlow's not that happy about it right now. But if you step to him, you better be ready. And I thought this is a really good way to, 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 to sum all that up. And yeah, jumping directly into that, um, that interview backstage with like Pillman, like wearing the same shirt, Obviously taped, you know, 45 minutes prior to be like, yes, uh, uh, JR, it's good to talk to you. Anyway, I'm going to yell into the camera right now about how my upbringing was so feral. 
um, yeah, this is this gets across the point. Uh, you were raised with a silver spoon. Uh, I, I I had my stepdad try to murder I me. <laughs> I, I think this gets across who these two gentlemen yeah. are. I mean, legitimately, like Brian Pillman, like this is anybody that watched Dark Side of the Ring. I mean, oh, yeah. that, that was a small fraction of it. Like, yeah. I live in the same general area as Brian Pillman. Like, and I can't tell you like how many times people are like, Oh, Brian Pillman. He goes to my school, Brian Pillman. He does this like just four or five years ago. He wasn't even in wrestling. Like he just started four years ago and out of college went through college went you know, made something of himself completely separate. I mean, they, the way that I first became acquainted with he and Brittany was because the person that MJF is attacking was using all the royalty money that WWE was sending for Brian Pillman Sr. for some unsavory causes, uh, which I'm sure was covered in the documentary as well. They came from having quite a bit to having nothing to overcoming and being very, very great people. So I, I love playing off the reality of this. And there's nobody that can play off of that while working more than MJF. Uh, and we got a super chat from Sean Blanford saying, uh, it's like when MJF went to the negative one, okay, uh, or after negative one on the Brody tribute, as much heat as possible when allowed to do so. Yes. Yeah. And he doesn't tiptoe the line. He crosses it and then takes a piss all over the line, which is something that Brian Pillman Sr. would have been all about and literally yeah. did try to piss in an ECW <laughs> ring at one point. So. Derek says, uh, they said the JR interview was earlier in the day. Oh, I know. It's just usually they would wait like until yeah, the next they, hour to do it. Weird yeah. timing. And by the way, Pillman needs to win because JR basically said, hey, you're going to really embarrass your whole family and me. I know. If you, if you lose to this guy, what are you doing? Like, Jim is a great disappointed. embarrassed you. Jim is a great disappointed grandfather. But are you uh, gonna? Are you gonna kick his ass, Brian? Like, I, I'm gonna try. Weird <laughs> old man yelling at me from two feet away. Yeah, I'm gonna try. I think they should give it to Pillman. I think MJF can slip on a banana peel. He never loses so quickly in succession. They should give it to Pillman because it would mean a lot. But yeah, Jr. Just really going in on Pillman Jr. There, poor guy. Uh, Viva Mexico says, or actually that's, that's the topic of the title from Luis, which is very confusing. Luis suave says off topic. Is there any news on Bray Wyatt, uh, Wyndham's 90 day situation, conflicting reports saying could be as, as soon as September 23rd or end of October. I'm working on it. I'm trying to find out, uh, as last I heard he had a 90, but that's hardly confirmed. Uh, Nerd Guru says to clarify is Rampage being taped next week. Yes, yeah. I do believe so. JW Pringle says, uh, mental health moment. Take care of your mental health. If you need uh, help, don't be too proud or scared to get help. We all need help sometimes. The strongest thing you can do is admit you can do can't do it on your own. As I mentioned, uh, go to NAMI Communicate on Twitter. There are a lot of great resources there. Luis says. I put it on other as tomorrow is Mexican Independence Day. Well, happy Mexican Independence Day by God. We got a bunch of chats about punk and hook. My God, give me hunk hook versus I call hunk. them. They're hunk, hunk when they team together. Hunk. Oh, hunk. no. Hunk. Ali C says, give me hook versus punk. Joey Bag yeah. of Donuts says smart of Taz not to unleash the full power of hook. 
a lot of hook stuff. Volob says hook hooked in the Kata Hajime. Brandon Campbell says hook must be such a sweetheart. That's the most gentle way I've ever been. I've ever seen a table be cleared. He doesn't want that that fine, that Ahmed Johnson fine. No. Trent Hill says, in about a year, we've all been lulled into the calm waters by Punk. Out of nowhere, he turns heel by attacking Jungle Boy. Heel Punk is here. I see some people talking about, about this. James Barra says, Punk turning heel, a new champ. Hangman at full gear would be the mega nuclear heat. Hangman is an organic, homegrown babyface for Punk to turn on. There's a lot of suggestions about Punk being turned heel, Alex. I think, naturally, that works for him eventually. Once this rides out, mm-hmm. then yeah, I think he's a perfect heel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He'll be, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be great when they decide to do it. I don't know if it'll be that soon at, at full gear. They might want to ride it out for a bit, but they certainly could. I mean, the, the guy that, that it would mean the most for him to turn on in the fan, in the fan's eyes is Paige. So that might be it. I think CM Punk turns on Orange Cassidy in like a year or two just because he doesn't, he's already said he doesn't get it. So he can easily say, I came back to wrestle. I don't know what this shit is, but I don't want it. Yeah. Liam Daly says, lovely to see you gentlemen. Great job as always. Do you think Will Hobbs could be A to B champ or is the future too crowded already with Hangman, Darby, MJF? I think he's got some developing to do. We'll see. I mean, r- right now there's been nothing that gives me any indication that he couldn't be eventually. There's nothing that stands out and makes me go, okay, probably not. It's it's a matter of development. I think like there, there are so many people. We we all saw it with Braun. We all saw it with Big E. It was very clear they were future world champs. Alex, uh, he's a certainly beef sons of bitch. How you feeling about him? Um, I, I, I love, I love Hobbs. He's only going to get better. He does feel like the kind of guy that Vince might throw a truckload of money at somewhere down the road. And he could, he could wind up being a future champion in WWE. He's got the right look, the right size. He's just like everything about him, like feels like he's could be in that sirloin beef sons of bitches division in WWE down the road. If things don't shake out, like, like it really is. There's a log jam at the top right now. And depending on who you believe, there might be some more guys coming in who will get, who will wind themselves higher on the totem pole in AEW than, than Hobbs. It all depends. But he, I always think there's going to be a few guys eventually who get signed away from AEW to WWE. And I wonder if Hobbs might be one of those types. Hobbs I mean, could be, but yes, I think, it all depends on how well WWE does establishing that they're caring about the growth of younger performers because Hobbs already knows he's got a good spot here and they're going to take care of him eventually. Yes. But like I said earlier, you never know the motivations of somebody. He might, he might look at that and say, you know what? I want one of those three to five year deals. I want to get paid four to $600,000 right now. And then I'll see where where it goes. Like, look at Christian in WWE. He probably would have had it pretty well. I don't know how well he would have had it because he's Christian and Vince never thought of him the way that he should have been. Blue dot. But, he, but look at how they treat the old timers there. Like he would have gotten a pretty big push. But quite frankly, he can run out what I assume is a three year deal with AEW, and then he can go to WWE if he wants because he ain't gonna be too old. Yeah. There you go. 
Uh, Intangible one, Cliff Beard says, Hook had wrestling gear during the match graphic of Pobs versus Punk. My God, next week looks so goddamn stacked. Like, I, I even missed the announcement that Hobbs and Punk were fighting. I mean, I had heard last week that that was the direction. But, I mean, jeez, man. Jeez. Yeah. Sawyer says, I groan at the very WWE commentary clearing spot, but credit to AEW for making an attempt to sell it with Excalibur talking about audio issues later like Kevin Kelly. Oh, no, sometimes these do cause legit audio issues. Yeah. I don't know if that was. August 3 says, challenging Hook? Punk's an idiot. Hook's, Hook looks like the one-punch man of wrestling. One <laughs> slam, you're done. He's going to the locker room. Or he's doing a locker room a favor, not wrestling. You know what? I love oh, hook it to my veins. Somebody says, <laughs> there you go. Alicia Ellis says hook more over than Brian cage. Imagine Melissa Sanders did a video and said, they need to do more with hook. And Brian cage is like, what the hell? <laughs> Even she thinks so. I love me. Some Sova says, didn't they already try to poach Hobbs after they saw him appearing on dark before he got signed? Yes. But you never know. Again, yeah. you just never know. And and it, it may be that now that he's doing major stuff with with AEW, the next contract offers a, a little a little bit better, a little bit bigger, and and maybe then he decides I want to test those waters. Who knows? James Boris says Punk is a genuine babyface is now growing on me. I liked his babyface in Peril Spot versus Team Taz. It's a new look where Punk is not an angry anti-hero. Oh, but at his core, my friend. He's a very angry guy. He truly is. He's always been. Back in ROH, he was. I mean, look, just just listen to and, all the stories about him. That's just how he is, and that's okay. And listen, uh, as speaking as a performer who did 15 years of stage acting, the bad guys always have more fun. It's always more fun to play a bad guy because you, you get to do stuff that, like, I can't say that because I would I, – because my, you know, you wouldn't be able to say that. So I, I, no, no, no. As a bad guy, you get to do whatever you want yeah. and justify it later. Yeah, it's so much more fun for a guy like Punk to play a bad guy. We literally call your show Sour Graps so you can get away. Yeah, it's true. With saying true. angry things, I don't know yeah. if it's just me, but it looks like you're freezing up a little bit. Is that uh -oh. happening with you too, Bobo? Yeah, yeah. Okay. You're freezing up a little bit, Alex. Just on video, not audio. Good. Curtis Hero says, is two-hour Rampage a test run for a permanent slot? Could we even see head-to-head -head with SmackDown? I don't think they'll go head-to-head -to, -head to SmackDown. I think that's a bad idea. But I, Surprised I we haven't gotten that Saturday 6.05 announcement. Waiting for yes. one of these shows to do it. Nicholas Hester, good friend of mine, says, since I got back from deployment, I've been into AEW and stayed up with it religiously. I have all the figures to show also. A-Rod to Browns. By the way, well, um, the Browns suck ass. So I just want to say that the Cincinnati Bengals are undefeated. They're going to go 17-0 this season en route to a Super Bowl. But thank you for your service, Nick. It's great to hear from you. Or as I call him, Charles. Daniel R. says, people talking about punk turning heel. I would love to see Danielson turn heel at some point in a good while. Robert, to me, yeah. he's such so more of a natural baby face, but obviously he's got the heel ability. Yeah, I don't know. Brian Danielson, CM Punk came in and was like, I want to help everybody. And Brian Danielson's like, I don't give a shit. I just want to prove that I'm the best wrestler that ever lived. And he's really 
the one that's more likely to turn heel sooner. And I think he could, because he could really take Hangman Page and beat him down into a bloody mess. And then it's, oh, you don't like me anymore? Too bad. I'm the best. Ian Hunter says, New Japan tables coming through the forbidden door <laughs> in the funk <laughs> segment. I love that. Uh, Curtis Hierro says, is AEW management aware of the criticism of the lack of pushed black male wrestlers on the roster? Happy to see Hobbs get a big match. He is talented. Yes, they are. And that was the plan before the all out criticism. Um, I don't know if Lee Moriarty signing was, but yes, they are aware of it. And, um, I mean, I, I asked people in Cincinnati last week when I was talking to talent and they're like, yep, it, it, we're aware of it. So there you go. Uh, Lionel Leandro says, give me a legacy-esque fac faction led by Cody Rhodes along with Brian Pillman Jr. and Brock Anderson. I and would need to and Oh, God. <laughs> and Hook. And Hook. Um, I would need to see more out of Brock Anderson yeah. before wanting them to do that, Alex. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I would need to see a lot more from Brock Anderson before I, I would put him in that category. Plus, I think he's... I think Alistair or Malachi Black killed him. He may may have. Bebe says, do you think that the car in Miro's match will be in that giant space on the backside of the ring? That space was way bigger than normal. I hope something crazy happens with that car. I hope it's on the stage and they push it off the stage or something. <laughs> I hope Miro puts Fuego in the game over, the accolade, on top of the car because it hurts so much more. I hope, I hope like they have a stage set up and he puts Fuego in the trunk and pushes it off <laughs> the stage. Yeah. That's what I make Miro what Braun yeah. should have been. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, we got some more super chats about uh, Jurassic Express and Christian Cage. Uh, also notice that Adam Cole didn't call out Marco stunt because he fears Marco stunt. Also, Clearly. I just want to say biggie world champion. Christian Cage, wannabe world champion, coward who ran from a WrestleMania match with Big E. That's just that's just where we are. Yeah. Christian Cage won the Impact title, didn't win the AEW title. Uh, Big E won the world title because he's not a coward and he was going to beat Christian at WrestleMania. There you go. James Boris says, I'm going to be contrarian against SRS and Alex. Well, piss off! Blocked! I'm just kidding. It's more fun to be a great baby fan. It's less... It, it's less much harder to do an AEW because here's a very here's something that you all will notice. You know how a lot of baby faces stay over in AEW? Yeah. They shut the fuck up. <laughs> they just shut the fuck up and they wrestle. And they're yeah. really good at wrestling and they don't talk much. They do the 40-second zingers like Christian Cage. Because like when Cody talks a little bit too much, the crowd's chanting for Malachi Black to kick his head off his shoulders. But then there's sometimes when he fires up, they're very careful with it. They don't talk too much. Look at look at the best, the best stuff for Roman Reigns. Uh, it, it's when he just he didn't talk for ten to fifteen minutes at a time. Yeah. I hear that we're, we're having some freezing issues, guys. I I don't know what to tell you. Don't know what to tell you. We'll do our best. Um, Intangible one says, bring back Miro's tank to run the car over. God, I'm loving oh, this God. idea. God. <laughs> JDB Pringle says, last night, uh, the bad show was bad. Tonight, so happy. Look what good booking can do. Christian with the shot on NXT was chef's kiss. 
And that show can be bad. I, I saw Rex Steiner last night, and that was pretty yes. cool. No, you me. didn't see Rex Steiner last. If I saw Rex Steiner last night, I would have loved it. I saw Braun Breaker. Braun Breaker is stupid. Rex Steiner is awesome. Uh, guys, get in your super chats. It is greatly appreciated. Also, it is appreciated if you all check out, as I look for the overlay, the brand new Fightful magazine. Make sure you check it out. A CM Punk cover story. As this overlay uploads, I'm such a professional with this new contract. CM Punk is back. You've got John Cena's WWE return. We hear about Thunder Rosa from someone who works with her on the regular. Cody Diener of Impact Wrestling for the Wrestler's Tribune. We have part four of our interview with Ricky Steamboat. Uh, Jimmy just felt like going like, like it was like lost. It went on like so long. So he kept on doing Ricky Steamboat. Uh, segments. I heard this interview actually a few years ago, and uh, it's from his archives, and it's actually very good, all ball-busting aside. Indie tales about Brian Lee, the former Chains fake Undertaker. Great stuff there. Wow. Retro gaming, Fire Pro Wrestling. Uh, it is a good time. Check out Fightful Magazine. And the beauty of these magazines, they're evergreen. They're not going to get old on you. You can order issue two and three uh, hard copies as well. Digital issue one. We're hopefully going to do a, a print edition of number one as well check it out evan wright says super click versus jurassic express christian cage lord that's going to be a good match it's going to be good um no way the elites losing that though listen a lot of people love kenny in the bucks i don't care about kenny in this situation adam cole matt jackson nick jackson they are the best trio you could ever do they were lighting up pwg before they all split up this is the trios team to end all trios teams. And I want to see them eventually against Brian punk and fill in the blank because it'll be great. My God, it's going to be a rad match. Nerd guru says, so now that Omega and Christian is over, does anyone remember that Christian is impact champion? Haven't seen it in weeks. Well, if you watch impact, you do. I, yeah. I watch it every week. So, so I mean, and, is that ever lost on you guys? Admittedly, when I posted that tweet about Biggie, I, I did forget for a brief moment. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> Let's open that forbidden door. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Impact versus WWE. We see more um, dissension with Dark Order. Swift Roll Chris says, how long until we get Dark Order purple and Dark Order red? Oh, no. no. This, is, this is good, Robert, because we see where it's going. They're going to be reunited at some point, and they got to be reunited by their buddy hangman right yeah but the problem is the landscape has changed so much that while people will care about hangman i don't know if they're really gonna care about the dark order as much because we've got a great group of baby faces now with all the people that have just come in so i don't know FTR against Dante Martin and Matt Seidel. I didn't know that I needed Matt Seidel and Dante Martin teaming, but they did what they were supposed to do. They looked really awesome, and they made FTR look really awesome. FTR made them look awesome. Uh, Alex, there, there's not much I can say about this except for I'm glad FTR got on screen. They yeah. won clean with their finish. It won got again. these two guys on TV. Dante Martin is a future star, and Matt Seidel is a really good guy for him to learn from. Yes, absolutely. Like, no, if you, if you, that's, that's a wonderful guy to like take Dante Martin under his wing. It'll, this will be great. FTR is 
amazing. They remember they remain like to me just the best pure brawler technical tag team in the world. Uh, I love watching them. They they Dante they got Dante Martin way up in the air for that big rig finisher. That was really cool. Uh, the Lucha Bros are defending the, the titles against the number one contenders uh, on Rampage two days from now, who snuck up on me as Butcher and the Blade. Now, the Butcher's been out of action for months, mm-hmm. yeah. so I want to see the strength of schedule on Butcher and Blade's wins, because the same feels like when Oklahoma State is 7-0, and and you're like, what? And then you look it up, and somehow they beat Jacksonville State three times. Like, I don't, I don't know if I trust the ranking system with Butcher and the Blade as the number one contenders right now. But uh, I'm sure the match will be a lot of fun, and then we can see who shakes out in the future. Because Lucha Bros, give me Lucha Bros defending against a new team every week, because those matches are going to be fire. Yeah, I agree. And Butcher and Blade, they weren't ranked two weeks ago. They were number three last week. They're suddenly number one. I'll live because all the other tag teams are doing something a little bit better next week. But... It's a good win for the Lucha Bros. This tag team match for FTR was great. Even better was CM Punk putting them over. Again, I left this match just wanting to see CM Punk and Brian Danielson against FTR because that, that that's what dreams are made of. But Beard says, give me Adam Cole versus Christian for the Impact title. Wouldn't count on it, buddy. Would not count on it. Dylan Bishop says, Sean Ross Apple, I'll see you in the big Apple brother. Put that fightful ownership stake on the line. HH. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't signed the paperwork yet. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, listen, if anybody does want to buy a negligible percentage, I'm just saying. I love me some sofas. It's not dynamite related, but I finally became uh, a new fightful supporter and pulled the trigger. You guys rock. Well, thank you. We appreciate all of you who subscribe to fightfulselect.com. We we passed Pete Rose on the all-time list. Wow. Which is which is great. Uh, we've got over 4,200 subscribers, the first wrestling platform on Patreon to do that. I never say Patreon in promoting it, but that's what it is. It's a Patreon platform. Uh, subscribe to fightfulselect.com. It means an awful lot, guys. Max Power says, back to Dark Order quickly. AEW will be in Rochester at the end of the month. I bet negative one will be there. Bet he will, too. Mm-hmm. That is the that is the other person I think that could make them shape up and join yeah. back together is negative one coming out and like like throwing papers and stuff and and doing the whole deal and then getting serious and get, guys you have to you have to get together just because for me and they'll do it for him yeah Cyclops says Rob's lack of faith in the dark water disappoints me ah. Ah. oh man. Gun Club package, they're undefeated. Good. They should bring this up, guys. Yep. Yeah. yeah also, when are we getting Billy Gunn and Paul White in the match that everybody needs to see? I mean, so, sometime in the future. Big E acknowledged Tall Paul today. He did. He did. <laughs> that did happen. Malachi Black comes out and he is attacked by Rosario <laughs> Dawson. <laughs> No, he called Rosario Dawson out, and she jumped the she railing. Beat his ass. <laughs> she she got. I when when she jumped the railing, and he got out of the ring. Out, I, I, my brain is broken because it said, "Please, please kick her in the face." And I was like, "No, don't! <laughs> no. I don't. Why do I want that? Why? Why does my brain want that?" 
and I did for some reason. <laughs> I wanted it, and I, I'm 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 very inter interested in all of this. Like you made me care about a Malachi versus Cody, which I swore I didn't want to see after Malachi already beat him. I thought that should have been it. Now I care about it, and and this is great because the because the brawl was was awesome all the way up the stairs. I love that Punk brought up they were going up the stairs in dress shoes, which is very dangerous. Could be very slippery. Beer gets thrown around up there. It's all yes. good. So yeah. if you spend like eight dollars on a beer, Robert and I don't drink. I don't know if you do. If you spend eight dollars on a beer or a drink, but Cody uses it to hit Malachi in the Malachi in the face on dynamite, is it worth it? I think it's worth it because you just got part of the show. Yes, I think so too. I thought this was pretty good. I like Rosario Dawson. I'm a big fan. Yeah, I just want Cody to stop acting like he's in the twilight of his career. And after whatever this is, I want him to be like full time AEW again for a little while. Yes. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce this. I do not watch The Mandalorian. Ahsoka Tano, I believe. There you go. That's a Jedi. Show some respect. Yeah. The um, Sasha stands are going to be all over you, Sean, for not watching The Mandalorian. I don't watch The Mandalorian. Sorry. It's not my jam. Uh, Beer Watt says, are Cody and Tully dressing pretty much the same? A foreshadow or a coincidence? <laughs> I, you can never put it past AEW. You can't. You can't. And yet, I feel like maybe they didn't text each other before they came to work today. You know? Yes. Yes. Um, that's, that's the agent's job, brother. They're supposed, to, they're supposed to be like the wrestler. Oh, you're working the red suit tonight, brother? Not me. <laughs> Not me. We'll switch it up. Daniel R says, random. You watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine? Finale tomorrow. I binge it at the end of the season. Derek says, Robert, the crowd were screaming at Dark Order to not fight the other week. They definitely care. Yes. Well, that's good. Care. That's I good. Care. I think yeah. they care. What else we got? Making sure I haven't missed anything. There's so much stuff all the time on the, on these shows. We'll go to Jade Cargill, Layla Hirsch. Man, both of these girls are going to be so good for them. I mean, they're already good for them. But this is like, this is David versus Goliath. Yeah. And it's the technically refined shorter i love the vince mcmahon term of taz sawed off monster mm -hmm. of lay layla hirsch he called taz that and jade cargill the six foot tall ripped woman zach uh, barber says layla throwing fools is my new favorite thing in aew james Barr says layla made jade look like a million bucks it was a fun match and a good way to build jade as a serious threat now i know a lot of people go oh well jade will get exposed i hear a lot of that with omos too and it's like well here's here's the key if you get to a point where their level doesn't rise to that of being a champion, then the money is them being beat. It's who knocks them off first. Mm -hmm. And at worst, that will be good for Jade Cargill. At worst, because she's picking it up pretty well. Alex, what did you think of this match? Jade Cargill goes over. Uh, I love Layla Hirsch. Uh, she, I was talking about this. Um, I think it was on the post-all-out show. Uh, with the addition of Ruby Riot. You have uh, a half dozen really interesting, different kinds of challengers for Britt Baker, and one of them is Layla Hirsch. She's a like a Layla Hirsch versus Britt Baker match is an entirely different match for Britt Baker than a Britt Baker versus Ruby Riot match, or a Britt Baker versus Jade Cargill match, or a Britt Baker versus Tynara match. Like you have all kinds of different kinds of people 
women that she would have to face if you just lined up her top challengers one after the other. And that's a great thing for a woman as talented as Britt Baker to have to face as the champion. I don't want cookie cutter one after the other, all looking the same, all doing the same moveset. I love that they're all different. This is a great opportunity for us to see these two of the top women in AEW, Layla Hirsch and Jade Cargill, themselves two totally different types and have their clash of styles and see which one goes over. Now, I personally had no, no, there was no doubt in my mind that Jade was going to win the match, but I love how much Layla Hirsch got in on her. I love that, like, I love some of the ways that, like, when she jumps up and gets a sleeper on her, I love that, like, the way that Jade got her off was, like, by throwing a hip toss as opposed to, like, over the top. Like, there's cool things you're allowing me to see Jade Cargill do that I didn't think she she could do in this match because normally they're four or five moves and it's over. This felt like this was an actual test for Jade Cargill, which makes her seem better and makes Layla Hurst seem better. And then we move on and see where we go from here. But you're right. I feel like Jade is picking it up so fast. As long as they don't hot shot her too quick, I definitely think she's a future uh, champion. Uh, and I definitely think you could have a, one of those things where she could be a monster heel that nobody can beat for a long time. If you don't see the benefit that these two women will bring and are already bringing, then you're just not looking. Layla Hirsch is going to one day be in Team Taz. She's tailor-made for that group. She will one day be frustrated and go with that group. But Jade Cargill is so good, and all she needs is the right people against her and the right amount of time in the ring, and she's going to be a champion that that company can grow and grow their own brand with in the future, and she is just so much money. I can't believe that the other place didn't get a hold of Jade Cargill or somebody like a Jade Cargill. James says, Jade had a nice counter wrestling that surprised me. Good to see. I mean, she's learning. She's getting better. We saw yeah. the Dan Lambert promo. He's in there with Junior Dos Santos and Andre Arlovsky and Kayla Harrison and Paige Van Zandt. I don't know if Austin Vanderford was in there too. Like his delivery is all right, but I, I I understand why they thought this might be a good idea. It's like let's take all of the most ridiculous criticisms of AEW and what riles up our fans on Twitter and apply them to our show. Unfortunately, to me, it makes for bad television. I just, yeah. I'm just like, okay, I get it. How many more times is he going to say it? Is is the heat in the fact that he's saying it? And I know a lot of people don't know who a lot of these MMA fighters are. I know who every one of them are. And three of them have pretty well lost their way out of the UFC at this yeah. point. Well, okay, not Arlovsky. He's still hanging around. But he has boring fights. You got Jericho coming out. He writes a catchy song that they'll probably sing to uh, Dan Lambert for a long time. That's cool. Uh, he makes a joke about which one of you is on top, which if. Oh, God, I hated that. Come on. Like I had people saying, oh, well, that, that means which one of you is on top in MMA? Well, no, it doesn't. Harrison is. She's 11 and 0. She's undefeated. <laughs> that ain't that wasn't the joke. That wasn't the joke. The joke was, LOL, you're gay. That's that's what it is. And people said, oh, well, there were women in there. And I was like, well, hold on. Was the joke, ha, 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 
all of you super in shape, really good, athletic, attractive people are fucking each other. Dorks. That was not, that was no, not the shot. You, you, you just... could tell what it was supposed to be because they did close-ups of Orlowski and Dos yes. Santos being offended at the joke. It yes. was not about the women. It was about, ha ha, you're gay, LOL. And the crowd really disappointed with disappointed me by going with it. Like It's 2021, almost 2022. You don't need lazy homophobic humor to get over a, a segment like this. And you don't. I had, there were so many. Oh, and please, if, if you truly are one of these people, tweet me so I can block you. Please. <laughs> Make my Twitter experience better because I don't need you. I don't need you as a viewer. I don't need you as a subscriber. If if you're uneducated about it, that's okay to be uneducated about it because eventually you can be educated about it. I was too. I was at one point. Then I became educated about it. And it's just like it was lazy. It was lame. And I had people saying, oh, you're offended by it? No, I'm not offended by it. It was lame. And then somebody said, oh, so you were, you didn't say anything about Dan Lambert's fat shaming. That was lame, too. That was lame, oh, too. Everything oh, Dan damn. Lambert does is lame. Oh, damn thing was lame. Dan Lambert is doing, lame. Dan Lambert is saying that to get booed. Jericho yes. is saying it to get cheered. That's face. different. Jericho comes out wearing, I don't know what, some airbrushed thing with the weird glitter all over it. And he's got the Hager there who's, who's mute because he can't cut a promo. And, and listen. I, I don't know who I hate more, this version of Jericho or Dan Lambert. So the fact, like, I would have cheered literally anyone else coming out to shut up Dan Lambert and Top Team. But yeah. Jericho, like, it, it's just, I don't want to see this. I don't want to see Jericho coming out. Hey, one time I fought a beast and I held my own. And then there was this raging bill that I that I fought and I held my So I could definitely stand up to your MMA guys says dad rocker chris jericho it's just like it doesn't it doesn't hold water to me like this whole thing didn't hold water i don't want to see it well that brock lesnar story doesn't hold water i believe but you I mean, know hey, i i respect the man for being like <laughs> piss off brock he he did he has not backed down from anybody and that that is legitimate i mean there's it holds water the stuff that he says about quite frankly you might beat my ass but are you going to beat my ass worse than Brock Lesnar? Probably not. Probably <laughs> okay, not. Fine. So what am I fine. scared of? Yeah. You know, Sean, Sean, because I totally missed this because I actually muted my TV during this segment. <laughs> Man, yelling as, as, as should we all. And I, I look at this and I'm like, well, I'm glad Ethan Page is probably going to work with Jericho. That's cool for him, but he's probably not going over. Yeah. Brandon Campbell says, I'm really dumb because as a gay man, that joke went completely over my head. It went over <laughs> a lot of people's head. And that's, it's okay. You yeah. know, we're not asking somebody to be offended by it. Personally, I thought it was lame. The that's issue it. is the whole thing is lame. Why is Dan Lambert saying, you know, I got these MMA guys, but here's Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page. They're going to fight for me. Yeah. And why, why yes. is it anybody, anybody but Jericho and Hager? Anybody but two WWE guys, for the most part, who will defend WWE style. And by the way, this looks tailor-made for Hager to turn on Jericho Hopefully. and go with the oh, American Top oh, Team. Please, please let that be Hopefully. a thing that happens. Because Lambert can talk for Hager. I'll watch that. That seems like it would be fun. And Jericho needs to 
kind of go away for a little bit. And but, I've seen Dan Lambert be good at re- in wrestling stuff. It's just this isn't it for me. He's especially, good in MLW. Especially, yeah, especially when you got Ethan Page right there. Yeah. Uh, Sawyer says, we criticize when AEW doesn't explain deeper cut, obscure wrestling references for casual audiences, but I've never watched MMA, so this story does nothing for me. Like, really, do a video showing anybody who the hell these people are. Yeah. I know who all these people are, but I don't expect either one of you to know like, who they are. I'm aware of jo- who Dos Santos and Orlovsky are, yes. but like I haven't watched their greatest hits recently. I know who they are, but that's that's it. I, I know of has them. none of late. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, man! What else do we got? Greg in Peterborough says Hook needs to hire Smart Mark Sterling for some kind of hair product sponsorship. Jade versus Hook would make a cute couple. Man, what are we doing here? <laughs> I don't know. What are we spending our money on? <laughs> Hook is a star. Hook, That's is, what we're Hook, doing is, here. Hook is a star in the making, man. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We've got... Uh, I'm, I'm just so like... I can't believe somebody sent in a super chat for that. Uh, but, you know, th- there were people also saying... Michelle, you're too soft. You're too soft. You're upset about that. I wasn't upset about anything. I said it was lame. And everybody knows I'm not soft. In fact, I am rock hard Eric Shins. And if you want to be rock hard like Eric Shins, you will check out bluechew.com and use that code Fightful. Get your first shipment free. We hear it Fightful, quite frankly. Don't give a damn who you're throwing the ding-dong to. As long as it's consensual and legal, we're happy for you. Blue Chew is an online subscription service. Prescription service, rather. <laughs> look at Alec. Look at look at his face. Look at him. Look at him. <laughs> I can barely do this read. An online, unique prescription service that gets you in the mood or gets you ready when she or he is in the mood. It's prescribed online. It ships straight to your door. You go online, you work with their online physicians, and you get the same active ingredient as Viagra and Cialis in one of Blue Chew's fantastic formula, a chewable. It's ready when you are or whenever you're not to get you ready. And it's shipped discreetly to your door. So you know what? If you're worried about walking into the pharmacy and somebody behind the pharmacy going, <laughs> wiener pills, you don't have to worry about that. Not with Blue Chew. Comes in this neat little envelope, discreet, no big Blue Chew sticker slapped on it or anything like that. Prepared and shipped in the USA so it gets to you quickly. So you can have that peak performance. It's not for people with a problem. Necessarily. It's for that confidence. Bluechew.com. Use the code FIGHTFUL. Get your first shipment free. You know they're confident in that product. When you get your first shipment free, just pay $5 shipping. Boris says, had to send in money just for Alex's face. Well, hey. That was a really good face. Uh, Well, that's great because you don't have to send in money for your dick. Because it's free when you use the code FIGHTFUL at checkout. I'm very disappointed that you didn't say with bluechew.com. Where, where, always... where are you going with that camera angle, Robert? After that read, that was what are you doing, buddy? <laughs> you can't make this stuff up. Now uh, I'm offended. Now uh, I'm offended. 
Well, maybe you shouldn't be so soft, Sean. That could take the blue chew. Oh, my God. Keep yourself from being soft with blue chew. Thank you. Rock hard directions. Where am I even on this show? My God. Anthony Pride sent a super chat. Big thank you for that. Get your super chats in, guys. But uh, James Barr says, Dan Lambert is just discount Cornette. I get what they're doing, but even Cornette doing this would be lame. To this degree, yeah, because I think that he would say what he needs to say like in a couple weeks. Uh, yeah, You would have changed it up by now if yes. it was actually Cornette. Cyclops says, so too bad to... Or, so bad, two old men arguing, and Hager is bad at MMA. I mean, he he's not great at MMA, but I haven't seen him be outright terrible yet. He hasn't faced like an amazing level of competition or anything like that. But I don't want to like throw up the the flag on him yet and say, oh well, he's terrible. He hasn't lost yet. Clipbeard says, "What happened with Man of the Year attacking Archer while Lambert was in the ring, laughing about it?" We'll Alex? get to it. We'll get. Well, uh, I think eventually we'll get there, but Archer's busy. He's busy right now. He is. He is doing some other stuff. Michael Raleigh says, thanks for pointing out how lame these jokes have been as a queer man. It's been a brutal 24 hours. I just hope AEW takes notice and stops using them. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just like, come on. You you got more creative people in there. Jericho can get like 432 gimmicks over, but he can't play off of these people better who are, are, have like legit, rough streaks in MMA right now. Like he just let somebody tell him, like somebody just ask it's, him. It's, it's weird. I feel like they, they want to get over that. These are legitimate MMA killers. Yeah. So you can't do a joke about how they suck. Now <laughs> you can't do a joke about that because they want the casuals to go, Oh my God, these guys could commit murder at any time with their bare hands. They couldn't get somebody from One or Bellator or something like that just to get, you know, I don't know, some crossover or something actually tying into the story here. Seamus Dunn says, enjoyable show tonight. Hopefully we get to see Proud and Powerful in NYC. Thought they'd get to build something tonight. Oh, I think we'll definitely, definitely see something like that. There's there's a two-hour rampage and only three matches scheduled for it right now. I think Proud and Powerful gets something. There's a Bucephalus' comment about the Lambert and Cornette comments, or I, I don't really want that crowd after me tonight, too, so I'm not even going to go there. WWE Mark says 18 talking segments in one women's match is unacceptable. Yeah. I mean, I, I got to give WWE a lot of credit. Over the past two nights, they have been amazingly inclusive, like race, gender, all that stuff. Uh, AEW has the women's division now that more you have to do more than one women's match on Dynamite now. You just do. You, you've you've got two hours, and you've got all these women in your locker room. You got to do two women's matches a, 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 per Wednesday. If next week with the four hours of TV we only get the one women's match, that's going to be a real issue. That will be a a big issue that may take away a lot of of goodwill from that amazing four-hour card that they're giving us next week. If there's only one women's match on it, mm-mm, that's not good. Darby Allen against Sean Spears. This featured one of the best suicide dives I have ever seen in my life. Sean Spears sitting on stairs outside the ring as Darby barrels at him 247 miles an hour. Holy crap. This was good. Zach Barber says, six years ago this month, we saw Sting nearly paralyzed before our eyes. Tonight, he took a spike pile driver. 2021 wrestling is wild. 
Yes, FTR have attacked Sting. If you don't think they were geeking out over this, oh my god, couple of NWA fans right there. Holy crap, Alex. This was a fun match. We knew who was going to win, but I always say on SmackDown, Montez Ford tricks me into thinking they're good matches because I watch these run-of-the-mill tag <laughs> matches. Then he does that Tope Kanjiro. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, it's a good match. <laughs> I always know who's going to win Darby's matches. Yeah. But then he does a crazy-ass suicide dive, yeah. and I'm like... Well, that, the thing about Darby that's great is that he's, he, he's, he sells and bumps so well so any offense that gets that gets in on him you may it makes it believe like oh no did he break his back there because i think he might have broken his back and so then you go maybe he's gonna lose the match uh and he doesn't because he's darby allen but what i what i do now I, I think is really interesting is uh uh is tully and his boys uh spears and ftr appear to be treating darby and sting's face paint like lucha masks like, no, don't do that. It's so important to their culture. Don't, don't do <laughs> How dare you? That's such a disgrace. I think it's I think it's a really cool little wrinkle. I think it's really interesting because also it's like, um, it's so funny. JR, I think saying the quiet part loud in a way that was felt kind of sarcastic of like when they wipe off Darby's uh, face paint, he's like, oh, that's a really big part of his personality. And it's like, you're not supposed to, like that, that feels like a joke. Um, it is, it, it, it's a very identifiable part of him, but the idea that like, that we, the joke is, uh, you don't have a personality, so you got to paint half your face like a skull, huh, kid? Like, no, Darby Allen, that, that is who he is. So taking that off of him, that is, it, it, it feels akin to ripping a lucha mask. And I think that is honestly true considering who these guys are. I think it works really, really well. Phenomenal yeah. segment. Nerd Drew says he thought Flair was going <laughs> to save Sting. That ain't happening. But uh, Robert, you like this segment? Phenomenal segment. I like everything FTR does. I've been over this a million times. They are, to me, what professional wrestling is. And I think that them getting in the ring with Sting at all is a miracle. We should all just shut up and enjoy it. But the fact that they're going to be able to do it with Darby, who can carry a pretty good handicap match if he needs to, is even better. And Tully and Sting are interacting in 2021. It's what we're here for. It's, it's at least me. We have a bunch of other super chats. Mike Anubi says, "Any plans to return to Quizzlemania or No Rolls Bard, Sean? I think you'd be good at Cheese Thief. I'd love to do No Rolls Bard again. Um, just destroying all of those people cerebrally was one of my favorite things to do. I that's one of the most fun times I've ever had on camera. Quizzlemania, sure." Um, Three hours on a Wednesday are not the easiest to carve out, but they do them like once a month. So, yeah, if they ask me back, I'll come back. I am Malucha said, just left tonight's show. Cop ticks for the next LI show. And next week can't come soon enough. NYC is all elite. Baby. Blake Gregory says, TJ versus Bunny and Penelope at Arthur Ashe Rampage with the inspiration debuting after TJ win. I'd bet on that. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. They are being very coy about everything they're doing. Yep. R.D. Alcorn says, does Buddy Matthews show up after Black kills Cody and we start that feud? Wouldn't nope. count on it. I'd expect to see him in Nashville this weekend. Isaiah Barry says, any chance Cody ends up backing Hangman in the Elite feud down the road after the Malachi feud? It's odd how separated they've been. I think he should. I think that would be a good shout. 
with the history between Cody and the Dark Order Mm -hmm. and the history between Cody and the Elite. I don't care what problems Cody and the Bucks and Omega have. They've got to know there's money in the separation of them. Yeah. Somehow. They've got to understand that. Matt Hardy package, Andrade package. Andrade was like, I did not tell you that you could interfere in my match. And I love that, Alex. Uh, I think that I can beat anybody. Nobody has to help me. I, I like, and, and, and he's not doing it like, hey, no, 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 no. Pac, I really respect you. Let's be friends now. Like a babyface turn about it. He's like, he's still a heel, but nobody is going to interfere in my matches because that makes me look weak. That's great. I really love that. I love that he kept around the assistant, but he's threatening to beat him up. Like He's like, I got rid of Chavo. He's gone. I'm going to keep you around, but you, because, because you carry my bags, but you better not mess up again. I think that's all excellent. Yeah, fantastic. But I want more from Andrade. He's been there a little bit now. I want more from him. That match with, with Pac was 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 wonderful until the finish. So like you can't tell me he's not one of the best in the world. Like put him in the matches. Like put him versus Brian, him versus Punk. Like, let's go. Let's keep going with, with Andrade. He's amazing. Bill Wood says, Do you think two hours of rampage next Friday is a good idea with the show ending at midnight? It has a stacked card. I don't know if it's a good idea. It's it's the first time they've done it. How are you thinking? How are you feeling about that, Alex? I I wonder if they'll tape one hour of Rampage before Dynamite and then tape the second hour after Dynamite so the whole thing ends earlier. But I'm not I'm not sure how they're gonna work that. But it's a it's a very long card for everybody. I hope we, we, part of Rampage isn't isn't like get in short shrift because the people have been there for so long and they're tired and it's a school night. You know what I mean? Like, but, but we'll, we'll, we'll see, but I'm, I'm, I'm really excited for that four hours of wrestling is just stacked with so much great stuff and the potential for even more great stuff. If people debut or there's mega turns or whatever, or there's a, uh, as a big re- return of yes. somebody like that, that could be really, really excellent. Yeah, I think four hours on a Friday night, because even for those watching, it's going to be two of SmackDown if you watch it and two of Rampage. It's going to be a lot, but I think with the card they've assembled, it's going to be great. We've got like 2,000 of you watching across platform. Please leave a thumbs up if you're on YouTube.com slash Fightful. It would mean a whole lot, and we appreciate the fact that you guys are even here. Uh, Sean Blanford says Flair needs to debut in Arthur Ashe to save Sting, then kick him in the junk like old times. Yes. He's got to turn on Sting if he's ever on TV. Like, that's it. The only bump I ever want to see Flair take is the off the top rope bump in a, like a cinematic <laughs> match or something. Like, that's it. Brian Danielson comes out. He's been wearing the same shirt for two weeks because he is eco friendly. He wants a match with Kenny Omega. Don Callis comes out and talks, and Daniel Bryanson, Brian Danielson, Daniel Bryan is like, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to Kenny Omega because he knows what Kenny Omega will say. He knows that Kenny Omega is not a coward, Robert. Yes, he does. And, Sean, this is the moment where I said, I wish I still lived in Queens. I know a lot of people that are going to the show. It's going to be often you hear that. going to be a very, very good time. Uh, they did it right away, and I think people owe CM Punk an apology because they all thought Punk was going right for Omega, and it didn't happen. 
because Brian has the match right away next week. It should be one of the best ever. And uh, the thing I love about it is it's non-title because Brian came out and said, it's not about that. It's not about the belt. It may be soon, but this isn't about that. This is about who's better. And I love that, that, that Danielson knows that by appealing to Omega's ego, like I know I'm better than you and I need you to prove that you might be better than me. Because otherwise, I'm just going to walk through this the locker room telling everybody I'm better than you until you prove that I'm wrong. And I and he knows that's going to eat at Omega. And Callus is trying to keep trying to save his boy, and that's his job. And Omega's like, "No, I agree. Let's do it." And the fact that the belt isn't on the line means anything is possible. That's what I love about this. And like the the thing that I think that a lot of people are hoping for and maybe predicting with with various degrees of certainty is. Maybe that's when you see Paige come back after that match, um, and 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 then we get our build to full gear, and that's where the, that's where they do the the Paige versus Omega match. I we'll see, but there's there's so many possibilities here with this, and I'm so excited. Joel Wood says every time Adam Cole talks about the Elite, he conveniently leaves out the Good Brothers. Do you think they're teasing a split with Cole? Th- there's usually a reason for all this stuff, but. It is worth noting they did not cross paths. Right. They were Correct. they were not in Bullet Club together. They did not join each other in WWE. They did not wrestle each other. They never teamed together. They don't have history together. In fact, That's I think true. they beat each other up in WWE when uh, AJ yeah. and the Good Brothers beat up the Undisputed Era. James says somebody brought this up on Denise's stream while a while ago. Wanted to ask you lads: Is Chicago AEW country now? How does that crowd react to WWE next time? Well, we got to see when they go to Chicago, but I think WWE will still draw a good house in Chicago. Yeah. It's a wrestling yeah. city. It all depends on on what what they're doing, how hot the pro the 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 product is at the time. But they're they're going back on Thanksgiving Eve to Chicago. AEW is they're trying to to run that town several times a year and make it AEW country. Boris says Brian joined AEW for the TV fourteen rating. Yeah. Doug says Kenny Danielson should end in a draw. I'd be okay with that. I'd be okay with 60 minutes of that. Uh, if it is, maybe it's a 30-minute because it's non-title. Preventure says, uh, Omega wins next week. The Elite and Brian beat down Brian after the match. Hangman closes Arthur Ashe, getting an insane pop, making the save. He should. Um, I'm ready to see Hangman Page back. I miss that guy. I know he clocked some people with that, uh, that, that lariat, but you know what? I'm ready to see it happen again. Lisa Lockhart says, love the show. Not a big fan of the Cody Malachi segment, but Omega Danielson, yes, please. Great job, guys. Always got to support Fightful. Well, I appreciate you for doing that. And anytime you guys send a super chat, that is an investment in us, and that's how most of our people are paid. That's the reason why we were able to make Gisberto full-time and uh, hire somebody to, to collect these super chats, which saved Alex and Kate last night as yes, well. Yes, they did, yeah. It's how we're able to pay Kate to be on that show, so it means a lot, guys. Nerd Guru says, love tonight's show going live next week, and it's the most excited I've ever been to go to a wrestling show. Uh, I pitch a hangman return after Omega Brian. Don't we all, my friend? But you're going to love it live. JW Pringle says, fantasy booking. I want to see Punk versus Orange Cassidy. Punk heel turn when Orange Cassidy is too cool for school during their match. Red face when Orange does the little shin kicks. I think there are a lot of other ways for Punk to go heel that would be more substantial, but 
Orange Cassidy is perpetually over, Robert. There are, but Punk has openly said on Renee Paquette's podcast, he doesn't get it. He's okay with it because the fans do, but he's openly said, I don't, I don't see what that is. Interesting. Well, also interesting is that the Minoru Suzuki, what the hell was it called? The, the Suzuki uh, incident. The Suzuki incident, which I was there live to witness. It was tragic. Is now canon. And the fact that they did not play Minoru Suzuki's theme song long enough is a legitimate point of him being pissed off. And I love it, Robert. <laughs> so great. They can only do this with Suzuki. They can only do this this once. But yeah, they took the thing that ran Twitter last week and said, okay, we're going to run with this. Suzuki's pissed that he didn't get to do the Kazuya Ninare. Which, it's fine, because he got to do it tonight. Alex, this was simple. It's easy. It builds up a match. Yeah. Uh, 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 again, uh, Team 2.0 is 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 main eventing again, uh, and I, I I love them. I love that they they perfectly serve their purpose here. They're wonderful. Mox and Eddie Kingston, like basically before they before they're the finisher, like let's fucking go, let's go, let's do it, let's go. I just love how fired up they get. It's excellent. Um, and I I love uh, that that Minoru comes out. They wait for the Kazumi Nare. And then Archer pulls Eddie Kingston out right after the Nare yes. part, and they start the brawl. And it's and it lasts for as long as they go off the air. I needed Shivani to go. The tape machines are rolling. We'll see you next week, everybody. Like that's great. It's I love it. Um, this is all wonderful. Uh, Archer and Suzuki versus Kingston and 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 uh, Moxley is gonna be badass. Like AEW finds new and interesting ways of just giving me stuff I didn't know I needed, but I need to see this match now. They haven't announced it for Queens, and I'm quite frankly surprised because when they do, they, they will. Yeah, that's gonna be great. <laughs> oh man, I love me some Sova says everybody needs to watch Kazeni Nare YouTube video because the crowd sounded like they didn't even know when to shout it. I mean, there are a lot of people who probably don't probably yeah, don't know, and that's okay. That's that's all right. They'll get you educate there. him. You educate him. Uh, Daniel says, "Who should come to New Japan or come from New Japan next?" I assume he means. He says, "Ishii, please." I think it's got to be Tanahashi to do that match. Yeah, Mira versus Ishii was a sign in the crowd last week, and I'll take it. But Tanahashi should be the guy walking through the door next. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 
Stephen Williams says fans get mad because Suzuki's entrance is cut short and ADB turns it into a storyline. TK makes booking look easy. Fun show. New York show is going to be insane. Uh, Rob says, I get that Suzuki's entrance is a big deal, but it takes like five minutes to get to that part of uh, <laughs> where people sing along with. I, I do agree with that. Like, I didn't think it was a. I, yeah, I wasn't that I wasn't offended at all because I was in Cincinnati to watch John Moxley and Brian Pillman, and I got to listen to them sing the friggin' skyline jingle after the show. <laughs> so I was that's what I was singing along with. Sawyer says FTR beating up Sting and Moxley feuding with Suzuki. Those boys, those are boys that don't need blue juice this week. Sawyer saying, let's make lemonade, or Sawyer saying that TK said let's make lemonade with Suzuki incident. Love a baby face promotion. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Make the best yes. out of a bad situation. All yeah. By the way, the promotion should never be heal, but that's that's another. <laughs> we <laughs> shouldn't be. Story. We shouldn't be like, oh my god, are they actually trolling us? Yeah. And well, also, uh, we it shouldn't be an exception that we have a promotion that says, hey, people want this. It, it will make them happy if we do it. Let's do it to them. Like the idea. Like the idea that like. Putting the title on Big E, a babyface who made a promise to become the champion, and then he did, is such a revelation. Is not a good thing. Like you shouldn't, shouldn't the trolling people shouldn't be the standard. The standard should be we want people to be happy because if they are, if they have that feel good feeling, they'll want to come back, and that's what AEW somehow gives us all the time. The amount of people I had messaging me on Monday saying, so. Are the new day gonna turn on him? Are they gonna join the hurt business? Just like when they told you exactly what they're gonna do, that's how far gone the trust is over there. Joel Wood says, I hope you're not getting tired of my comments, lol. I'm noticing more boost for Cody every time he's out now. How long can he hold off that heel turn? He swears he's not. And by the way, we're not getting tired of your comments. We appreciate every super yeah, please, chat we absolutely. get. Absolutely. And, and Joel, you, you send a lot of them, so we're definitely not tired of that. We appreciate your support. I had someone, and I can't remember if I've ever said this on the air, but I had someone in AEW say, Cody thinks he's Captain America, but he's Homelander. And I think I've mentioned mm -hmm. that on the yeah. show. Yeah. And it's like, he is Homelander. Yeah. He is. Like, you're straight down to his gear sometimes, it look more, looks more like Homelanders than Captain America's. He's got to. Yeah, James. Go there's, ahead, a, there's a really awesome opportunity if they want to tell the story yeah. to have losing to black because he's trying to avenge his entire family. Um, and if he loses to black and he can't get it done, that could send him down a dark spiral where like he's not joining black, but he's like in, in some kind of weird like like splinter version of, of what that might be for like dark Captain America is a kind of an interesting thing that you could have, you could play with Cody Rhodes and it could be inspired by a loss to black. So we'll see what they want to do, but there's all kinds of opportunities there. I think they tried it last year with Brody and nobody got it. They could try it again, but I don't know if it would really gravitate towards the fans. James Boris says Coda or Okada first. Oh, there's such rich story in both Okada. of them. But yeah, I think it'll be Okada. I think I think Coda will be a big one in the future too that will throw a lot of things. It'll throw the entire elite into jeopardy. And yeah. I can't wait. Trent Hill says, next week is going to be insane. Glad Danielson Omega isn't for the title. Suzuki Goon versus Mox and Kingston. And Hook said words. 
You know what? He says so much without saying anything at all. It's true. Guys, thank you all so much. You all have uh, supported us so much. The Super Chats have been through the roof. That's why these shows are now 90 minutes instead of uh, an hour. And we used to be like, oh, my God, we're not going to go over an hour. You know what? If you keep supporting us like this, we sure as hell will because we're here for it. Tomorrow, the distraction, Thursday on uh, Fightful.com. Friday, myself and Kate are back here with the SmackDown AEW Rampage show. All kinds of good stuff. I got an interview with Killer Kelly. I'm dropping on on Saturday, a very short one, but in person. Had to had to get her on camera with me. Uh, but my God, there's so much fun stuff at Fightful. Listen, you boy, today, Alex. Tell the people what you do. Uh, you can find me on the Twitter at Alex Sour Graps, and what I do is host uh, an absolute crazy thing that is the post NXT show. It's devolved into absolutely something nuts. Um, I, I wore this wig for the entire show last night. Uh, it's itchy. I'll probably wear it every week because you people love it. Uh, then, uh, I'm a cantankerous old curmudgeon, uh, who, who hates everything WWE main roster when I review raw and SmackDown on Fightful Select, uh, for the sour grab show. People seem to love that. It's very cathartic for people. Uh, I've been told I am their therapy and I am the voice of the voiceless. So since Sam Punk dropped that trademark, I might apply for it. Yeah, and I'm here every day of the week breaking news on Fightful, writing stories. I also talk into this microphone a lot elsewhere. Follow me on Twitter to see where I'm doing that. Who cares, uh, Robert? Who what, cares? What can I, I say? You, you do good work. You do good work. Guys, thank you all so much. So many of you had um, really nice things to say uh, when my contract was announced last week. I really appreciate that. I'm so glad to be here until... 2030, 2030, in which Jeremy's first response was, cool, I'm not getting fired until 2030. But I appreciate all of you. It means a lot. There's nowhere I'd rather be. Subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. I had uh, some news that I I put up tonight about uh, the ramifications of Candice LeRae, Johnny Gargano, as it relates to that. That'll be up. I'm, I'm learning more about the Adam Cole pitches that were happening, learning more about Biggie's cash in, all that good stuff. Until next time, we're out. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.